What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Clinton Yates is in today. Looking and great next as week. the most handsome man at this station. You let me tell you something. Next week when you and me go to Rams camp on Wednesday and we oh, do yeah. a live broadcast. Oh, we can camp. have a full photo shoot. Yeah. I'll bring my personal photo. How about yeah. that? I want, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> bring your A game. As a matter of fact, I've already made a haircut appointment. I'm going to get my hair dyed. I'm going to okay. get my hair colored. My bring your A game. game. Right. I could roll out of bed and walk to the daggone practice facility and my A game will be on, sir. Understand that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's time for what you need to know. Laura, what's going on today? What's up, guys? So there's two things that I love, okay? Because, you know, I'm Mexican. My parents are from Guadalajara, where Jalisco. Mm-hmm. They love tequila, and I love tacos. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, there is a tacos and tequila festival happening in Ventura County, in the Ventura County Fairgrounds. Tickets are only $25. So if you guys don't have plans... Make sure to go to tequilaandtacosmusicfestival.com. You guys can copy your $25 tickets to Taste Test Tequila and Tacos. And there's musical guests, too, like Otomali, Vanilla Ice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vanilla Ice is playing a taco and tequila Mr. Van Winkle is going to be in the Mm -hmm. building? Really? Take heed because he's a lyrical poet. Miami's on the scene just in case you didn't know it. Please, 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 no. And and my fave, Sonora Dinamita, so you can, you know, get down, too, to some cumbia. (laughs) Oh, man, that was, okay. (laughs) Vanilla ice. We almost went off a cliff there. (laughs) Yeah. Almost. Almost. Oh, my goodness. All right, let me ask everybody a quick question here. You ready? What's up? Yeah. Clinton, are you a tequila drinker of any kind? Do you like tequila? 100%. Bergman, tequila? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And by the way, does Ozo Motley have Charlie Tuna in it? That's that's the same Ozo Motley, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie Tuna. That's awesome. Tr- J5, yeah. Jurassic 5. J5, yeah. yes. I've seen Ozo Motley in, live a bunch of times. Like, as soon amazing. as you said that, I was like, oh, that's hittable. They're dope. Yeah. 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 Super dope. Okay. Right. Sorry, so, Cap. So, that's okay. So, so Laura, uh-huh. if you're going to order the tequila for the four of us, what tequila would you order? Okay, so right now I'm on a Casamigos kick. Mm-hmm. So Everybody's on a Casamigos. Yeah. <laughs> like, Casamigos is taking over America. I know. Casamigos five. is to tequila right now yeah. what Tito's <laughs> is to vodka right now. Yeah. Uh, they are yeah. running the game. Yeah. So. Casami- I would do Casamigos or the Don Julio. Reposado. And actually, the well, I've had Siete Leguas, the Blanco. Mm-hmm. My friend loves to bring it from Mexico. And then you guys bought me the Añejo. Yep. So I haven't popped that bottle yet because I'm trying to be a good girl after drinking so much for her birthday. But I will. So that one, that one's good too. All right. See, I you mentioned it already for me, Don Julio Reposado. My friends in Mexico City, every time we go for dinner, there is a bottle of Don Julio Reposado on the table, and then once it gets drank, then they order another one, and it just keeps coming. That and the guacamole with the uh, with the grasshoppers in it. But I'm not into that at all. Clinton, how about you, man? What kind of tequila would you order? Um, I order whatever is the, like, if I'm out at the bar, I, they say, do you want well? And I'll just say, no, the next up from that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it gives me a good read on what kind of place this joint is. If they got, like, the super crazy expensives and only the wells, that's not good. I like a mid-range. My mid-range game is strong, Bergman, okay? That's how that works. So, yeah, I like, I like, a, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, Casamigos is obviously what I'm drinking these days, you know what I mean? But, yeah, that's, that's my go-to method when I'm in the streets. So All right, Bergman, what do you say, man? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is Casamigos, but I I drink it on the rocks. Like I drink just straight up like that. That's the way for me. I'm oh. I'm not a I'm not a mixture kind of guy for anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, big fan of tequila though. 
Yeah, well, you know, as a member of the Handsome Man community, Scott, they're often off- offered to me for free. So, you know, oh, look at you. Really? Look that, at you. That's, that's the, the best case. drink. Free yeah. drinks. Tell you what. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> and tomorrow is National Tequila Day, so enjoy some tequila oh, how about tomorrow. That? You know, I really didn't think I was going to go up to Ventura County for tequila and tacos. But then once you mentioned Vanilla Ice is going to be in the house, oh, I mean, God. that could change my day. We're trying to keep the train on the tracks here. <laughs> That's Scott. what sold you, Cap? That <laughs> well, is what sold you? I, I'm surprised you brought, you would even mention that Vanilla Ice was there. I mean, what's he going to do, sing Ice Ice Baby ten times? I mean, I, well, I did it for you because I know you would get a kick out of it. Also, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, legitimate like television personality in the like house reconstruction game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen him, but like he rebuilds houses like that's a thing that he does like on actual television that dude is like really you know forget about the stupid you know ninja turtle stuff and all that that guy really actually kept a career around for a reasonably impressive amount of time after a you know long long time off hey man hold on him being on ninja turtles was awesome back i'm not saying it wasn't i'm just saying that for him to pop up 30 years later rebuilding people's pools you know you know fun shows doesn't sound real great that that doesn't sound real Look in the slightest. Up. But if it is, I will. No, no, no I believe you. I'd take home improvement advice from Robert Van Winkle for sure. <laughs> right. Well, there you have it. What You Need to Know brought to you by Morongo Casino and Resort. Good times, less than 90 minutes from anywhere you are. Let me ask you guys this question because we've been talking quite a bit today, obviously, about the big story, Kenley Jansen, the meltdown last night. Um, are you telling me, though, that you put it all 100% on one player? I mean, just as an example. You mean to tell me that when Chris Taylor makes that throw from short to second, that's a lazy, bad throw. It's just a bad play. And by the way, if you get him out there, it's over. And, and here's another thing. I mean, listen, I'm, this is from a Padre fan. The Dodgers got jobbed by the umps last night. I mean, it was a 3-2 count, and they called a walk, and it absolutely was a strike. I mean, the, the, there's no question that bat went past home plate. I mean, I'm just trying to, my point is only this. There are other factors. It's not one guy coming in and blowing the whole thing up. Am I selling that to anybody? No. 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 I mean, because that's not really important right now. What's important right now is that because of the two-game element here, one is a, pro- what is it? Uh, one's a mistake, two is a trend, three is a problem. You can't get to three. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's just kind of where we are in the season. Like I said, dog days, baby. You know, these are the times when teams figure out, are you actually any good in, you know, pressure moments? Because it doesn't matter what happens in July if you can't make it to October, November in this case. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I mean, like, it's 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 a thing. It doesn't really matter who it is. I'll tell you, Bert, no, you, it doesn't. You... And the Taylor, the Chris Taylor portion of it was – he didn't make – I mean, maybe he could have put a little bit more on it, but for the most part, Taylor made the right play. He was going to his side. Yeah. He, had to, he had to slide. He had to throw – he had to throw, like, underhanded and down below. And so he got it over to Sheldon Noisy. Noisy was the one that made the mistake there where got he didn't reach there. out like he was a first base. Got yeah, you got to stretch. stretch. You got to stretch there. And then it would have been out and that everything would have gone over. It would have been – the game would have been over right there. Right, right, right. How, and, but, and if the game's over, if the this is exactly what I'm trying to get at. I, I said, Taylor, you say noisy, but bottom line is, if a play is made, are we having this conversation today? I think we are still, because you never should have gotten to that point where you're having guys on second and third. And where, where it's every single time that Kenley Jansen is out there, it is not a clean inning. He doesn't go through. He's always got runners on the bases. He's always got runners at third, or there's a guy that's coming around. He's just not been... In, in this point, these last three games, I know in July and June he was great. Whatever. We're not there anymore. We are here in July and where we are now, and when it matters the most, 
he's he is dangerous with guys on the base paths or pitching two games in a row or hitting that 20 pitch mark, which he did two games in a row. Well, the other thing, and I think this is something that you're probably discounting a little bit, Cap, is that the whole reason why you don't want a guy with a lot of conf- who does not have a lot of confidence out there is for precisely what Greg is talking about. When you have busy bases, that affects the focus of your infielders, and it affects their ability to make plays and do things like stretch when they should because of just the timing of how the game works. That's why you want guys that work quickly and pound the zone because it keeps your infielders and players in the game, like, and not in some sort of like, oh, they need a reason to be motivated, but it's just it's just how baseball works. You know what I'm saying? So if there's a guy out there who's constantly you know, I'm not saying Kenley's like working in a way that's that detrimental, but if you've got runners on base all the time, that's how mental mistakes happen. That's why you want somebody that can operate a little bit more cleanly in a particular given series. And that's that's a big deal that affects a lot of the players, you know, who are, again, on the dirt. That's how that works. All right. Well, I, uh, I, can, I can hear what's happening here, Greg. You, you've given up on him. You don't trust them. That's, it's it's not giving up. It's not giving up totally. It's giving up as the closer role for right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see him in the closing role again. I'm tired of it. It's not giving <laughs> up on him. He will be in the games. He will play games. He will even be a closer every once in a while in low-leverage situations. I'm not giving up on him totally. But when it comes up to the point in the postseason, I don't want him in a big situation. I want him coming in when there's seven-run lead. Well, or down seven runs. I got to tell you, man, I, I just I don't see why there is this this confidence, uh, almost this entitled attitude of, well, you know what? We're going to be fine. We're still going to win the World Series. Everything's going to be great. Uh, to me, if I'm a Dodger fan right now, I'm pretty worried because we know, champions, th- baby. That's why there. Yeah. But you know what? You are champions. But you want to know something, Laura? The thing is, is that statistically speaking, the, the, the likelihood of repeating is so small. And remember, this was a team that was predicted at the beginning of the season to be the greatest team of all time. We'll have more wins than anybody else in the history of baseball. This is going to be the greatest team ever. And things are kind of falling apart right now. And we can talk about a million reasons why that is. Injuries and other problems within this roster. But seriously. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Debbie Downer. I'm letting it ride, baby. Me too. I like it. I'm just smiling with my handsome face over here. <laughs> well, you can call me Debbie me it's Downer. You. you can call me Debbie Downer, but I just don't have this. Uh, I don't have this entitled. We're going to win the World Series guaranteed attitude. They're the defending champions. It's not entitled. <laughs> oh my! Been there three times in four years. One one. <laughs> Ex- expecting to go again another time. Yeah. I mean, look, it's just how it is. Why? Like, why would I think otherwise? I thought that the Lakers had the best chance to win the to win the NBA title as long as AD didn't get hurt. And I really still believe that if AD didn't get hurt, the Lakers are going to win the title. It's the same thing with the Dodgers. They won it last year. They have basically the same team, except for pr- probably a little bit better with Mookie Betts having a full season behind him. It's there's no reason for them not to. They are the way that they play the game is the right way to play the game. Yeah, I, oh. we don't need to get bogged down in are the Dodgers a good baseball team chalk talk right now. I mean, like, we know how good they are. We know what the expectations are. And like I said, do you have one a season, like a max blowout meltdown in which a guy gets tossed in the middle of – I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the manager in that situation if somebody gets tossed because you're arguing balls and strikes, which are reasonable calls, and you've got not quite errors but misplays on the infield. I mean, like, yo, it's a bad game. It happens, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you go way off course – because of it, I, I just there's too much track record proven and success to, to have to do that. All right, well, listen, we're going to switch things up here a little bit. Coming up, 
My man Clinton Yates here has made the move. Yeah. What move? What are you talking about? What, what do you mean he's made the move? We're going to all find out together coming up. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> yeah, it is SLK. Kaplan, Yates, Bergman, and Unique. And I said before the break, our man Clinton has made the move. What did that mean? Clinton, talk to us. So, look, I know everybody knows this. I'm not from California. I love Los Angeles a lot. And I've been coming out here regularly for the past four years to the point that I liked it so much I wanted to move. Now, of course, this is Hollywood, Tinseltown, all that. A lot of people come to Hollywood and come to Los Angeles. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's a part of life that I think a lot of people who are native Angelinos sort of respect and understand. But the reason that matters is this. The first place I moved to in Los Angeles is not the place I now live anymore. And this is the only place I've ever lived, you know, that's not in L.A. I had to leave my first apartment in L.A. And I didn't have to. I'm just saying this is what, was, this is what I was doing, what I wanted to do. But, like, in my mind, I was like, man, you know. In the, in, the, in the storybook of my life or whatever that is, you know, I'm going to remember that place for sure. I've lived in a bunch of places in my life, but like that joint because of like how it happened and when I was in my life and what went on in 2020 and all that, it's like, man, I'm really going to miss that joint, you know? And I know that everybody sort of has their different feelings about home, but I would be curious to hear if anybody's listening, you're like, what do you remember about your first apartment in Los Angeles? If you're not from here or even if, you know, whatever, you know, like even if there's just a particularly memorable place in your life, like... Yeah, I'm going to remember that one a lot. It had a great view, which was really helpful during the pandemic. And I'm in sort of a more, just a more social building now, which I kind of wanted. But like, you know, I, I just, I, yesterday when I actually had to walk out of that door and leave the keys there, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a little tougher than I thought. So that's all, you know, fun times. Moving about the cabin freely. Dude, moving sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate to move. Well, let me tell you something. Let me jump in here. Let me tell you something about that process. So I agree with you 100% here, Cap. And, you know, people say, listen, there's no better dollar spent than getting movers, like professional movers. Number one, that's correct, Gregory. And number two, if you can do it, there is no better dollar spent than getting professional packers as well. Oh, I didn't do yeah. jack, bro. I was like, listen. I've been traveling. I'm tired. I got a game plan. I'm going to tell y'all what to do. Please do it and please move my stuff. And they did. And it was awesome. So, yeah. you know, look, I realized that that's sort of an expense I can spend as sort of an unmarried, childless man. Right. But it was worth it, yo. Oh, dude. That, that yeah. may be. That may be the most bougie thing I have ever heard <laughs> in my life. Somebody I'll be working hard out here, Greg. I got time you. to be packing boxes. <laughs> right. but you have someone packing your stuff for you? That's right. Oh, my goodness. I mean, oh, you do it too, Scott? No, well, let me Scott. tell you. Let me Laura, tell you what help me, no, no. bro. No, here's what happened, dude. So, so listen, here's the thing. I got divorced, right? And um, when I had to move, and I don't mean like my wife and my ex-wife and I, 
we had we decided to sell our house. This is when we were having real troubles, and we thought, you know what? If we move to a new house and we we you know uh, put a couple dollars in the bank and we change our environment, maybe it'll help us out. Well, needless to say, um, you you can change the environment, but you can't change the people. So, dude, we moved. And it was a disaster moving. And yeah, I had somebody do a lot of the packing, you know, but even if you have somebody doing the packing, Clinton, I mean, there's still work that has to be oh, done. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that has to be done. I mean, I think, and I think that, like, if on the bougie element of this, there's a lot of things that have been going on in my life recently. So I did not have the mental time for, like, a full psychological. Because, look, Greg, here's the other thing, too, is that, like, having gone to so many places, like, I come back with a lot of stuff. Just keeping a mental inventory on everything I need and don't need is, like, hard enough. And so, like, I did not have the time to be going through that while I was packing my stuff up. For people to just be like, whatever, dude, you can figure this out later, it made it much easier for me to be like, okay, I can figure out on the back end if I still need half this crap that I've amassed over the past year or not. I can't be thinking about that while I'm actually trying to get a move done in one day. You know? Yeah, look, look, thing. I get it. I, 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 Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. Jump in. No, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, Clinton. But like, what was the thing that you had to do? You had to take the, the permanent marker and write bathroom on a box. Is that like is that how, how far you had to go? No, I like, hate like, Benjamin's <laughs> after we all had beers after we did a great job. OK, how about that? All right. Hey, Come at least on, we were, son. At least, at least yes. You were being, you know, buying beers. For the you ever band. seen That's Shawshank all, Redemption yeah. where they're doing <laughs> the work on the roof and they got the suds? So, the so are, you saying, are you saying you're the prison guard? What's no, I'm saying that I know how to have a good time out? with dudes that are working hard, okay? I've been there. I've done that job. All right? Oh, my God. I got you. I got it you. was fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, mean, I get it. it. You know, they're asking I, me about all the stuff I got. It was, you know, it was, it was all right. I get it. I mean, listen, is it a little bougie? Sure. But, like, people got to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm more than willing to pay people to work so that I don't have to in certain situations. Yeah. Listen, I can't, I, I can't argue with this. You know, it may sound bougie. But um, having uh, people help you move, because let me just say one other thing. Because if you said to me, I mean, you'd be my best friend on the planet. If you said to me, hey, man, Saturday, what do you got going on? Because I need some help moving. Like, I'm getting a U-Haul, and I really could use some help. I'd be like, no, 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 uh-uh. Yeah. I'm the wrong guy. I am We're too not, old for that crap. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm the wrong guy to be asking. But here's the one thing about moving that sucks, I think. I don't know about you guys, but I still have stuff in my garage right now that not only do I not need, that it, it's just sitting there occupying space. And for some reason, I can't even find the time in life to get rid of stuff that I don't need. So here's what's happening. Everywhere I go, it's just my junk is following me. I, at some point, you hope that by moving, you actually start to get rid yes. of some of the stuff that you're hoarding. And yes. I have got a garage full of garbage that I desperately need to get rid of. And yet I always have this excuse in my head. I don't have the time. Don't have the time. That's, I suppose that's a great I, point because if also, if it, I may piggyback on that, I did do a lot of that as well, Cap. I told them. That was part of the game plan. I was like, all of this other stuff here, you've got to figure out a way to pack it. But this particular portion of things in this particular room, they all have to go to Goodwill or the trash. And so, like, yes, that was the work I did, Gregory, deciding – how I was going to divvy up my own stuff to get to my new place. That's what I did. <laughs> Look, I love it. I love it. But when you're talking about how you're moving from your first LA apartment, uh, I still drive by my first LA apartment and I, I miss it. I loved oh. that apartment. It was great. It was up on like a second floor, but it was overlooking all of the valley um, nice. right around between DeSoto and what was it? DeSoto and Canoga. And it was just, it was beautiful. Like you could just, it had a great view. It was me and my buddy. I had a whole place down, like there was a downstairs to my room that was oh, all wow. mine. It was, yeah. it was fantastic. I miss it so much. And I, I look at it as I'm driving by and I'm like, 
man, I want to go back. Yeah, well, right. let me ask you something. Were you single back then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My first right. apartment. I moved out when right. I was 19. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you got great memories like, oh, man, that was before I got married and had kids and you got divorced. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Big killer. In another relationship. Big killer alert. <laughs> <laughs> All three of those things did happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> hey, look, I feel you, brother. I do, man. I'm telling you, it is. It Moving is the worst. It is. It's so bad. So I feel for you, Clinton. But yeah. sounds like it went kind of smooth. It like, went now- well, man. It's worth the reason why I say it's worth the money to do it is because, like, listen, I'm one man. There were four dudes in here. All right, they got this done in a day. I got at least five days worth of crap if I'm doing this by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I don't have that kind of time. And let me ask you something here. What motivated the move? Like I told you, my move was about yeah. getting divorced. You know, and and that was a whole other nightmare. And by the way, when you've got four kids and they all live with you, you're like, okay, where am I going? What am I going to do? How am I going to pull this off? But what motivates the move? If you like so the place you're let me, let me let me explain this to you. So this is what, and this is where like, okay, so I'm going to talk about this in a way that I think people are going to basically understand. When we were in like full deal lockdown, mm-hmm. I think that like the spaces, and not to get too sort of existential with this, but like the spaces that we all occupied, like physically, were very, very important to us in terms of like, could you go outside? How big was your apartment? What kind of a place did you live in in terms of your ability to interact with other people and so on and so forth? I happened to live in a place where it was like a nice joint, a lot of big outdoor space, but there was literally no social spaces anywhere in the building. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the only time I would see somebody was in an elevator and very rarely on my own floor, and there weren't that many units in the joint. So, like, okay, no big deal during a pandemic. Now that we're kind of more back to normal, and that's the part I'm saying I'm saying a little delicately because we are still very much in a pandemic, people, please be safe. But now that, like, our daily doings of things are more back to normal, the building suddenly felt much lonelier than, like, everything else. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, ah, I don't really want to live in this kind of situation anymore. It was great for when it was happening, but I needed a little bit more action, for lack of a better term. And I don't mean, like, craziness. I just mean, like, I wanted to look at more people every day, you know? So I moved to a different joint. All right. Well, feeling you, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, cool moving. Thing. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm serious. Like, I, I, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next, and I'm looking in this garage, and I'm going, let me ask myself this question. I'm not even asking anybody else. I'm asking myself. This trunk you have here, you know, I got I got a trunk and inside of this trunk. I'm not joking. There are cassette tapes. There are CDs. There are there are media credentials from Super Bowls and heavyweight boxing matches like all this stuff that I'm like, why do I hang on and hoard all of this stuff? And I looked at this trunk and I went, I bought this trunk in 1999 when i moved into new york city it is now a piece of furniture in my garage it's 2021 it's 22 years old it is nothing other than a garbage receptacle and for some reason i'm emotionally attached and i just can't get rid of it yeah it's called living in your head rent free literally i guess so moving the worst there's a lot of my emotional my emotional attachment vehicle are t-shirts and that's where it's really hard for me to get rid of stuff. Like, I'm that guy. I got T-shirts that are older than a lot of humans listening to this program right now. What's your oldest T-shirt in your drawer? Probably a T-shirt that I literally have had since. So, at my school, we used to have different shirts for, like, PE. And I have one of those from middle school, literally. Oh, my God. Oh, you yeah. beat me. You beat yeah. me. I have a T-shirt in my drawer from 1988. It says Pit Football on it. I was a freshman in college. 
And I, I, the locker room, it was like the first T-shirt they gave us on the football yeah. team. And don't ask me why, but I have a T-shirt that is like 40 years old, 30 nice. years old, whatever it is. That's yeah, a cool terrible. one to have. I mean, team issue anything, you have to keep for life. Yep. That's, you know, that's not you have to. But, like, most that's a reasonable write-off. You know what I'm saying? It's everything <laughs> you should be keeping for the rest of time. Yeah. All right, we got a lot we're going to get to today, including – the Cleveland Indians changed their name, and I know everybody's got an opinion about that because our phones were all blowing up today like as if it was national news. I also want to talk about the impact that Oklahoma and Texas moving conferences could have on USC and UCLA. We'll get to all of that coming up, but next, would you rather? Let's play the game. Clinton Yates is in. Kaplan is here. It's SLK on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I'll take it away, Christopher. Thank you very much. All right. We were talking a little bit about this in the break, so I'm going to go right to you, Clinton. (laughs) Clinton, would you rather move your own boxes or change your own tire? Okay. Now, just, just to be clear, all right, I'll fill in the backstory here. We got the the, Go the, the moving conversation overflowed into the break. And I was trying to explain to Greg that the simple value of getting people to move your boxes is unlike any other service or any other thing that I can think of in the sort of normal self community, as in not a specialist in anything, but you know how to get things done. Greg then proceeds to very slickly ask me, oh, do you change your own tires? As if. Just because I am a walking, talking member of the handsome man community who is willing to stimulate the economy, that I cannot change a daggone tire. I was offended, okay? And now it's here. Sir, much you moved a block away, didn't you? Bro, you know how much stuff I got? I got nine boxes in this thing. <laughs> All right? I'm Mexican, bro. We move like cities, and we don't <laughs> got to do that. Come on. All right. <laughs> to be fair... Two of the guys who were the movers were definitely Mexican. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we know you know how to move I'm stuff. just saying, man, stimulating the economy, bro, keeps my peace protected. And I can change a tire. I will beat you, Greg, in a tire-changing competition. For sure. I don't know. I, oh. I don't know. I think Greg got oh. you on that one. Yeah. He, oh, mm. thank you. Laura, wow. You couldn't wow. even – you could you. – you, you would – you would – you would – your knees shocked, would Greg. buckle. <laughs> your knees would buckle shocked, on pit row. You, too loud for you. Have, you have oh please. You I got do Greg not on this one. How many one. times I've changed the tire okay. and done it myself, and how quickly it can be done. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Okay. You so Sorry. handsome. We you, went away you from might what not you want to break a nail, bro. So you again, know. again. <laughs> it's it's the, the face is the money maker, y'all. This is uh, what we're talking about here. I'm not a hand model. <laughs> all right. I, I remember though. the hands. You don't, community got, you as don't well. have any calluses on that, those hands. Those hands enough. Have a bunch of like, you you know. don't want to find out, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I know anyway. you're part of the hands Whoa. community, so it's all anyway. Right. <laughs> yes, tire changing. Yes, you got calluses Give, on both. 
listen, I can hit with my left, too, and I don't throw with my left. I'm joking. I don't do that anymore. All right? I'm a nice guy. I give people money to make boxes. That's what I do. Thank you, Bergman. I think, I think you heard it and got it. Thank you, Bergman. Appreciate that, pal. Uh, would I rather change a tire or, or move boxes? It's not even a question mark, man. I'll, I'll change a tire all day long. And I have a very hard time. I find that the jack in the, in the uh, trunk can be very complicated to put together. I'll still work on changing a tire rather than moving boxes. I would much rather change a tire. See? That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, Kaplan, or wait, Laura, you first. Uh-oh, okay. Would you rather move your own boxes or change your own tire? Move my boxes because I can't change a tire. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Kaplan, would you rather eat rotten eggs or drink sour milk? Oh, oh man. What are we doing Ooh. on a Friday? Yeah, both. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, both no good. You're the Debbie Downer right now, Berg. Berg. Oh, my God. I can't even say Berg, Bergman. <laughs> Damn, dude. You rotten broke eggs. me, Greg. <laughs> Rotten eggs or sour milk. It's going to happen eventually. Oh, man. Well, both are going to give me a stomach ache, and I'm going to be able to uh, make a deposit not long thereafter, eating or drinking (laughs) either one. But I think that the idea of the sour milk, there's the smell, and then there's sort of the chunkiness. Oh, what are we doing? (laughs) This is so disgusting. I know it is, but this is what you rather. There's no get-out-of-jail-free card in this game. There are none. There are none. Oh. I'm going to go with eat the, uh, the the bad egg versus drinking the sour milk. This is, in a, this is a situation where, like, just hearing about something kind of gives me the hot spits. So I'm just going to say <laughs> eggs and move right along. I do not want to discuss this part <laughs> if I have to continue to talk. <laughs> Laura, where do you go on this? I'm getting my jail whatever out of card. No, there I, is no. There no, is, no, no, I can't pick. Nope, no, nope. that's disgusting to nope. pull. Then you don't yes. get to play Come the on, game we anymore. have to move on. Yeah. Rotten right. huevos <laughs> right. or, or, or rotten leche. You know what? I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to put both in a smoothie and drink a both. Oh, Hello. goodbye. Hello. Eject this bit, please. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Laura, we'll start with you on this one, Laura. Okay. Um, would you, ooh, this is a good one for you. Uh, would you rather all the chats on your phone leak or all the photos leak? Oh, all the photos, 100%. <laughs> all the photos. I don't got bad photos on my phone. Oh, that's, <laughs> that was okay, easy. Clinton? Got to be the photos. You're right. Just, just. Yeah, you know, yep. you. you know, because, you know, potential risk reward for everything is just better with visual. You know, yeah. Don't need the chats. Mm-hmm. Would I rather my chats leak or my photos leak? I guess I'd rather my chats leak because um, here's one thing you should never do. Never hand somebody your phone to look through pictures. Just as a common rule of life, don't ever hand your phone to anybody to look through pictures, especially if you've got pictures on your phone that you, you may have forgotten are in there. I got some pictures in my phone that, I mean, I'm proud of them, but um, oh. I don't think I – say again? I, I mean, are, are these of the, uh, <laughs> let's just say, the poolside variety? <laughs> I, I, got, I got two things in my phone that, again, I'd be proud of them, but I don't know – like, I don't think every – well, people You wouldn't would post like them on the them. bird. I just uh, – I think I'd rather have my chats leak than I'd rather have these pictures leak. I got some stuff in my phone that uh, is private. <laughs> 
Which, by the way, is so dumb, right? Because it's 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 in the clouds somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, right. If somebody really wants to look at Scott Kaplan, you know, filing his fingernails by the pool topless, they could probably find that. Ugh. Yeah, you don't want to see that. No. But there's some other stuff in there, though, that you might want to check out. I'm trying to build. Next, you out of this, Greg. Okay? Ne- where's my buzzer? Where's my buzzer? <laughs> next, <laughs> next. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see pictures of my daughter or my dog, then go right through my. Uh, it's my easier to have the pictures leaked. Yeah. Yep. All right, Clinton. So, would you rather be a wizard or be a superhero? What superhero? What kind of dumb would question you, is this? What? Who, 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 who are the dumb. famous the wizards rather. walking the earth? John Wall. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, what are we talking no, about? No, it's not a basketball player. I like, know that, but I'm saying <laughs> like, that's my point. You know, nobody's got. Oh yeah, you see that guy at the, at the Wizards meeting. Nobody talks about how great other Wizards weeks had. Come on, man, this is superhero. You gotta agree here. I mean, being a wizard kind of makes me feel like I'm gonna be wearing a nightgown, like some kind of a schmata. You know what I mean? And then I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wear like this this like those one of those dorky long cone hats that has stars on it. You know, and I'm going to have a like some kind of a magic wand of some kind, and I'm going to have a weird way of talking. I'm a wizard. Hello, hey, I'm a wizard. <laughs> I don't want to be that. I, I want to be a superhero, man. I want to have, I want, I want to fill out a superhero's outfit. You know, I want to who be a superhero. would be? Who is the coolest wizard, Greg? Merlin. Really, Merlin is your top one wizard. I mean, like, there's not a lot of wizards. No, but I don't think you guys are looking no, at this no Dumbledore. No, I'm not going. You're Harry going Potter. Merlin. Going, Dumbledore was pretty cool. Yeah, like Dumbledore was pretty cool. But still, like, here's the difference: you don't know what type of power you're getting, and you're going to get maybe one power as a superhero. With a wizard, you can you get to do like everything. Like, no, oh, no. I don't want to clean this up. And then all of a sudden, you get all your... wait, Greg, wait, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, listen. If you're a wizard, clean. if you're a wizard, guess what, what you, could do? you could do? You could. The wizard could have his his stuff packed for him. You know? Oh, Let I want to pack those plates. Yes. You could have. If you were a wizard, Clinton, your whole thing, you didn't have to pay anybody. You could have just done. If it you're all a speedster, you do it in a flash. Let me explain something to you. My superpower as a member of the handsome man community. It got me that moving rate at a little cheaper. Oh, Ooh. really? So really. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, it's going to be a thousand dollars, but because you're hot, seven fifty for you, buddy." Uh, sometimes it works, man. Just saying. Well, I didn't think that worked for men, only for women. Wow, that's good to know. Television's Clinton Yates, man. You know, works out. <laughs> hey, I know you. You're on around the horn. <laughs> Membership to the club has its privileges, Scott. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I guess so, man. I guess so. Laura, do you want to be the wizard more? or the superhero? Superhero, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, Kaplan. Let's see. Which one do I want to go with here? I'm going to go with, okay. Would you rather have a giant tongue or giant feet? Uh-oh. This is very easy for me. <laughs> God. <laughs> very, very easy for me. <laughs> you ready, Laura? Oh, trust me. It's out of my hands there. Yep, yep, yep. I know. I mean, the thing about giant feet is, is that you could be clumsy. You could trip over stuff. You know, you could stub your big giant toe more often than not. Oh, but man. with a big old tongue, um, <laughs> you, you could be like Gene Simmons and kiss and stick it out all the time. I'm just, and, and, and amongst other things that you might be able to do, I'll take the giant tongue. Okay. I'm going to say this very plainly. Don't step on the joke. You know what they say about guys with big feet? Big socks. And I like socks. So, yes, 
I'll take the feet. Thank you very much. <laughs> Laura? Uh, <laughs> next. <laughs> that's two. I yeah, that's not you anymore. That you're is not, a must-continue swiping situation. Right? Yeah. Yes. Next. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're, Laura's business is already way too far in the streets <laughs> to be making her answer that question. <laughs> All right, Greg, is that going to do it for All us? Right. Yep, that'll do it for us for uh, Would You Rather. All right, let me just remind everybody that summertime in California means it's time to grab some gear designed to help you chill and, uh, and as the beer that's made for chilling, that's Coors Light, uh, it's helping Cali chill all summer long with sick daily giveaways like limited edition Ray-Ban aviators and exclusive Aviator Nation trucker hats and hoodies. All you have to do is this. Go visit KeepingCAChill.com. That's KeepingCAChill.com to enter for your chance to win Coors Light Keeping California Chill. Coming up. We're going to get back to the, the mess that was the Dodgers last night. And the SEC, the Southeastern Conference of Football, is being torn to shreds because their two biggest stars, uh, well, let me rephrase it. The Big 12 is being torn to shreds because the SC is about to get a whole lot bigger. Here's a question, though. Does it impact SC and UCLA? We'll get to that story coming up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, let me tell you something. I can feel that right now, you know? I mean, seriously. If Dave Roberts gets fired by the Dodgers and he becomes the manager to Burger King, chances are Steve Mason and I are going to wind up being his assistant managers because I think we're like the only two guys left in town that are supporting Dave Roberts and his supporting of Kenley Jansen. I mean, I just don't think there's anybody left in town. Kenley comes out of the bullpen last night. 52,000 people booed him. He got yanked out of the game. They booed him even more. My goodness, they booed him the night before. Um, this is a guy who was money in the month of June. He's had a few bad nights, didn't get a whole lot of support, and uh, there's only about two or three of us, me, Mason, and Dave Roberts, that still have his back, Clinton Yates. Well, I got thrown out of the game last night, too, which is why I think that, you know, that's, that, that's kind of a thing where on a, on a club, like, sure, you're defending your guys and so forth, but, like, if you've gotten to that point, you do have a larger issue you have to address. Like, it's not just – I mean, it, it is very much a Kenley thing in terms of, like, that is its own sort of talking point on the board. But, like, that kind of a meltdown that ends with Skip getting chucked, like, that's not what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no there's no scenario in which you can paint that as, like, a good night at the park for the Dodgers. And so, I mean, I think there's larger things to address. But, you know, again, it's late July, y'all. We are – in maximum dog days mode. You know, if this is as bad as it gets, and I don't just mean from a wins and losses standpoint, but just in terms of like how you throw away a game, how it ends up getting handled on the infield and in the in terms of your um, staff management and your bullpen, and then you end up getting run. Like, if this is sort of as bad as it gets, because that's sort of the three biggies that you just can't have happen at the same time, I, I think that's weatherable for a veteran squad like this with a veteran leader as well. Well, we're still we're still taking your calls. Happy to take these calls. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Bergman, I know you're done with them. You've had it. 
Don't trust him. It's over. Find a new role for Ken Lee. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, I think Clinton was making a good point there where he's talking about it's the dog days. Like, look at what was happening on in the infield in that game. You had Chris Taylor at shortstop and Sheldon Noisy playing second base. So it was Taylor to Noisy. And then you had McKinney in right field. Who It wasn't even McKinstry. It was McKinney who they just picked up and they traded for a minor leaguer to pick this guy up from the Mets. Like, nobody really even knew who this dude was. So what you have out there is not the team that you're going to be seeing. And throughout all of this... They still have the second best record in all of baseball. So dog days. It's very, very early still. So so isn't that exactly – I mean, doesn't that help my point that you don't have your A team out there on the field and, and oh, you, Greg, you, did you did not get some walk contributions? Into that. Yeah. That's, that's totally fine. It doesn't matter because when it's pitcher versus batter and pitcher is allowing guys on bases, that's what's happening because the guys are getting hits. There was a double. There was a straight-up double that – probably should have scored somebody, but they held him at second because they were only down by two or held him at third. They were giving up hits. He's walking guys. He's wild. It's about what's happening between pitcher and catcher. That's go- that's going wrong there. It's not about the guys on the infield. Yes, they made some mistakes, but the pitcher is still allowing the guys on those bases to make the mistakes. And that's the problem. Still think that if he gets the call on strike three, which should have been a strike, we're not really having this conversation today. We're, you know, you've talked me into that a little bit, Cap, and I, I don't disagree with you. You know what I mean? But, like, the fact is, and I think this is where it helps to have a veteran team, the fact is just that that's not what happened. You know what I'm saying? And so they have to make they have to be able to make that adjustment without blowing a top and getting run. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's kind of, I think, where if you're looking at this long term from a Dodger fan standpoint, where you want to be able to draw some kind of positivity, where it's like, okay, Guys, you had a bad night with the umpires. That's going to happen. But it can't lead to everything going wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's not championship baseball, Wes. Nope. And when no, it's not. Home, and also – Go ahead, Greg. I want to hear what you're going to say. No, and no. also, when like Dave, you're talking about Dave Roberts getting run. Last night he, he argued, but thankfully didn't get run. He got run the night before. Sorry. The, yeah, problem, that's the what thing I is, I'm actually it, – it doesn't matter. It's all the same. But it's, the, the issue there is – and that's not even a bad thing. I'm actually happy he got run. He finally has shown a little bit of, you know, a little bit of fire because moxie. earlier in the year, I got that it was early. Yeah, moxie, love that word. But <laughs> earlier in the year, that was something that Dave Roberts didn't do. On he didn't go out there and he didn't defend his guys that were getting that were getting bad calls against him. He didn't get run in a big situation. Sometimes you kind of want to see that from your manager. So I love the fact that he got run the night before and had his guys back in in that uh, in the bottom and then top of the ninth last night too. I loved it. See, it's funny again. You, you love that he's got his guys back, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guess who Absolutely. else is back he's had? He's had Kenley Jansen, but the Kenley Jansen is not the right guy to have the back anymore. Oh, but he has okay. to do that. He's the manager. That's right. He is. That's right. Well, no, but he has, but he has to. That's still your player. And as the job of a, a manager is to have the backs of your players, he's not going to go out and talk to the media afterwards and be like, oh, that's it. We're done with Kenley Jansen. You're never seeing this guy again. No, he's going <laughs> to go imagine? out there and he. Yeah, right. Let's if we if he was if this was like honest time for the managers, sure, of course he would go out there and say that. But that's not what's happening. He's gonna go out there and he's gonna say, I still got faith in Kenley Jansen. There's a whole bunch of other things going on here. He's a forever Dodger. He was born and raised the Dodger. That's what a manager says. It's not that's not always what it means. I'm telling you, Scott, he's gonna have to have a big save in the playoffs in order for this team to win the World Series. It's gotta happen. It's gotta happen at least once. Well, they're gonna have to listen, guys like this. Uh, say guys closers in particular gotta have short memories and and it's cliche to say it but Clinton where I come from on all of this is you know I was a field goal kicker 
And sometimes you get put in a pressure situation and hopefully you succeed, but sometimes you fail. And if you fail and you let it screw you up for the next day, the next game, you're not going to be in there very long. I mean, Kenley Jansen is a guy with over 300-plus saves in his career. Um, He's had good days, and along the way he's had plenty of bad days, plenty of blown saves. You just got to get rid of it. You just got to get it out of your head. And, And I just think that mere mortals like ourselves don't necessarily have that in our game. And uh, and whereas somebody who's already got this sort of career going probably does. So I'm not giving up on the guy yet. And I don't think Dave Roberts will give up on him yet either. Yeah, that, let me that, tell you something. I, when he, we just we just sorry quickly, Greg. I, we just analyzed that particular piece of raw data differently. To me, that's a good enough reason to sit somebody because, you know, they'll be able to get it back together. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll, the only thing that I was going to say is that in the playoffs, you get talking about how Kenley Jansen needs to get a save. Yeah. It's probably going to be somebody like David Price that comes out and and, try, and gets that save. Uh, it's maybe it's not going to be Urias. It's going to be it's going to be somebody along those lines that you're like, all right, I trust this guy. Greg's making place. Price the you're going to let Walker Here we go. Here we go. Well, he's not going to he's not going to be in the rotation. In the no, playoffs, he's not. You're right. So. He's going to be he's going to be an important spot start long relief guy. If somebody blows right. up, is what he's going to be. Yeah, I don't think he's yep. going to be late. So I don't like, think he's going to be late high leverage. I think he's going to be like. I, I think it, dep- it depends on. It depends on the situation, right? Yeah. I mean, it depends yeah. on what's happening. He can so do it all. There, That's if, why he's a great pickup, a great depth player to have on your on your staff. Look, John Smoltz did it when he was doing it for a long time. He was a he was an yeah. amazing starting pitcher, and then he moved to being an amazing closer. Yeah. So he's probably I, they, the best this happened, actual example of this, right? So that those things happen all the time. And David Price, he's been in the bullpen this season, and now he's been stretched out so that he can be a starter right now. And he's going about four, but he can he can go back into that role. These are yeah. the types of situations where in the playoffs, if you need somebody to get outs, you're probably going to trust, and it's in a high-leverage situation. If it's not Trinan or somebody else that you pick up, David Price might get a shot there. Got to make the playoffs first, though. Sidebar. They'll, well, they'll make the playoffs. They're, well, I think they're yeah, pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs, at least to get into the wild card. Well, listen, there's a lot of games to be played. I don't know that we'll call it a guarantee quite yet, um, although obviously everything is trending in that standings. direction. Nonetheless, listen, real quick, let me, let me say this. Coming up. So USC and UCLA football in particular have got to look around at what's happening on the landscape of college football. If Oklahoma and Texas are leaving the Big 12 to jump to the SEC, what's next? How does it impact the local teams? I definitely want to get there. Stick around. Clinton Yates is in. Bergman's here. Unique is in the house. What you need to know is coming up right around the corner, so hang out for that. we got a lot more to get to. SLK on 710 on ESPN.